With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to Further Love of Pomegranate Podcast in a winning post-match. It seems like forever since we've done a winning post-match uh, post-match review. I do have my man on the ground this year. I'm going to see if we can get him in and if we've better reception this time. So, Paddy, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Excellent. Delighted to have you. So, as we all know, Paddy was doing bouncer on the door of Villa Park today. That's where he's got the sunglasses. No, Paddy, you were, st- you were in your, your seat the whole, the whole end. Uh, yeah, nervous to, to end it, a good win. Look, after 78 minutes, I was waxing lyrical about how wonderful this was. And then uh, he, he makes a substitution, which just completely put us on the back foot. Which one was that, Paddy? Uh, uh, funnily enough, the Danny Ings one. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I can see. I, think, I, I can see why Danny, like it was a warm day. And to bring off Danny Ings and bring on Dion Bailey, I think it was just to have a bit more legs up there. So I can understand why that substitution was made. But let's talk about, I suppose, go back to the start because I didn't get your views on the team sheet that was uh, the the team sheet that was uh, announced. I have to say, we look a lot better with Mings in there. We did, didn't we? Um, I have to say, I was delighted for him. He got a great reception. Uh, I thought the fans were excellent today. They they they. Clapped him onto the pitch when he's warming up. They clapped him, and they sang his name. And I think I think there's a, a general outpouring of uh, of happiness for him to be back in the team. And uh, I think he he more than uh, made up for anything that was going on today. I thought he was excellent. Yeah, I agree. Just a couple of thank yous there for guys. Thanks so much to Sam Bentley. Thanks a million for that. He says a tenor for our magic number number ten, Bundy, and we will get on to him <laughs> in a moment. Change the game. And Mike Warren Bowles, uh, thank you so much as as well, Mike. Really, really appreciate that. That's uh, that's so kind. Um, 
There's, uh, yeah, so look, I suppose there's a lot of context in this. There was some pressure on that game today. We alluded to it going into the game. There was some yeah. amount of pressure. And Gerrard went to two up top. And I think I have to say that's probably one of the top three or maybe even the top two after Southampton last season uh, games that uh, Ings and Watkins have played together because, you know, he he tried something different. And, and I think they played well. And I think they op- occupied the back three small bit. Small bit better than just one person up top would have. Um, I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but again, Ollie Watkins, my God, decision making, like yeah. in a, num- a number, a number of times, um, he could have put Ramsey in and and just completely bottled it and took too long on the ball. Um, he took a touch when he should have hit the ball fourth time in front of the goal. He just, he just, he's a man that needs the goal, and it's just, it's just not happening for him. Albeit he got two assists today, but. For me, for me, Danny Ings is just a danger, and they, 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 he occupied two defenders every time the ball came up. There was two of them on him, mm-hmm. and it was brilliant. There was loads of space because of it. And I, I think yeah. he said in the um, in in the preview that it needed to be two up top, and I'm glad it was two up top because it made all the difference. Yeah, Coutinho is going to be a talking point. I think uh, obviously he's gone off small, gone off injured. It looked like looked like he maybe pulled yeah. his calf or something. He's going to be a talking point because Buendia came on and I thought Buendia was absolutely outstanding when he came on, the way that he changed the game. Uh, in, uh, you know, just the fact that he moved across the line as opposed to the way that um, the way that Coutinho kind of held his position through the centre. Uh, Buendia, I suppose, really has to start. I, don't, I think that that's probably a, a rhetorical question in a lot of people's eyes now. Well... I think there's serious questions being asked of, of Steven Gerrard if he picked uh, Coutinho over Buendia again. Buendia, he was an absolute joy to watch. He, he warmed up in front of us um, with Douglas Louise. I, I've never seen a fellow with a forced touch like this, this fella. He can literally do anything with a football. He's absolutely incredible. He, he, create, he creates passes and chances without even looking. He knows where everybody is. He, when you just think, oh, there's no way he's getting to this, he gets to it. He gets something on it. He's just an incredible um, football brain that he has. And, you know, it was a joy to watch today. He really was a joy to watch today. Coutinho, on the other hand, in fits and starts, got involved. But just for, for all over play and, and the, amount, and the amount, of, uh, amount of time he gets on the ball, it, it's without a doubt Buendia for me. He's absolutely magic. Absolutely unbelievable today. Uh, my man of the match, I thought today, who I thought was absolutely outstanding, didn't put a foot wrong. And uh, I, I, I see a couple of comments here whereby people are talking about the tactics that we had throughout the game were non-existent. I have to vehemently and 100%. And look, everybody can be right if they want to be. I don't really care. Um, I have to disagree because I think the tactics that we played with Bubakar Kamara today were absolutely 100% spot on. We were playing against the team that had a rotating false nine at times where Demary Gray was going into the centre or, or Gordon was going into the centre and we needed to have those. Bubakar Kamara played that role absolutely perfect today and he played it differently than how we played the role against against Bournemouth as well. Um, John McGinn, for me, I thought was wasteful. Uh, somebody I, I thought was lucky to, to, to see out the 90 minutes. Um, it wasn't a perfect performance by any by any means, uh, stretcher means, but I thought Bubakar Kamara was really, really good. How did he look in real life, Paddy? He just he just had that sixth sense to be where the ball is going. Um, yeah. remind, it reminds me of the way John Terry reads the game. It was, it was a joy to sit behind him there in the first half and watch him just glide across the turf. 
and just anticipate where that ball is going to be. He, he's going to be a star. I, I, I go as far as saying we're going to struggle to hold on to him in years to come. If we don't push on, we're going to struggle to hold on to him. He's an he's absolute baller. He really is. And he's not, I think, he, I think he's one missed pass. He's, he's incredible. You know, he just, he just passes the ball so, so he's, he's just a joy to watch. He just, there's just this thing about him where he, he like, he caresses the ball. He, he doesn't force anything. There's no pinging balls around the place. It's just pinpoint pass, defeat, nothing to worry about. And we're, we're on the ascendancy again. Um, just, just, I, I can't, I can't say enough about him. I, I'm looking forward to watching it back again from a, yeah. from a different angle than, than yeah, we were yeah. in them because to me, to me, it just seemed like he bossed the game. He absolutely bossed the game. And it is one of those games, I think, Paddy, that when you look back at it on TV, and I know when I watch it back the second time without having the emotion, knowing exactly what's happened, I'm going to pick up more positives from this game, I think, than, than I probably picked up when I was watching it. And I thought there was some some good positives. I thought our fullbacks weren't as gung-ho as they have been. I thought Mings was really good. Diego Carlos was like, that ball would still be travelling that he hit, that the cracked off Nathan Patterson. Um, I, but, but I suppose it is important, and there's a lot of comments here, and we'll get to some of the comments here again. Everton were poor. Everton were poor, but... I thought Bournemouth were very poor last week as well. They, they, they hit us with two set pieces. Everton tried to do the same, and they very nearly did. We do need to tighten yeah. up with our set pieces. But what we did against Everton today that we couldn't do against Bournemouth is we were able to bring the ball through the centre. I thought Jacob Ramsey was pivotal in that because Coutinho wasn't getting Absolutely. any lick in until Buendia came on. So there, for me, are the positives. But did, Ramsey got man of the match on uh, BT Sport. Would you have... Who would your man of the match have been, Paddy? Or was it... Uh, it, it was an easy choice for me. It would have been Kamara. But I have to say, mm. uh, JJ, while he was poor last week, I thought he was absolutely excellent today. Um, from, from the minute go, he, I think it was about five minutes in, he had, he had beaten the, the full-back twice down the wing. It's just incredible to watch him. It's just it's like to, to watch him in the flesh after, after being a little bit down on him for a couple of weeks with, after pre-season and last week. And then he puts in that performance today. I thought he was absolutely excellent. Mm. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I agree. Uh, as for me, I, it's, it's, I, no, it's, I, I think it's very hard. I think it's very hard and very harsh to pick a man of the match when you, when you look across. Like the, the only the only person I have anything negative to say about is Ollie Watkins, unfortunately. And, he, and he, when you he, watch it back, I think you'll have a different a different opinion on it because I think he while he didn't get on the ball, he was making lots of runs across the defenders. And for me, I would I would say if I was to say that John McGinn was doing personally something negative to say about in the game, <laughs> like when I look here, I, and even if you just opened up who scored, who scored have him rated as the second highest. Uh, so 
Paddy, maybe we're totally off the wall, the two of us, because they have McGinn rated as the second highest highest scoring player in the whole game, and they have Watkins rated as the third highest scoring player. Watkins got two assists, by the way, as well. Um, so that's uh, uh, I had him on my fantasy team. So maybe we're picking up the wrong end of the stick. I just thought McGinn's distribution at times was not where it needed to be. And, uh, you know, I'm expecting higher things of him. I'm holding him to a higher standard now with the captain's armband, just like I would have held uh, any other player that got the captain's armband to a higher standard as well. Um, I lost I lost you there for a minute, but like in, in Mings's or in uh, McGinn's defence, I, I thought he was absolutely brilliant as well. I, like a, a couple of decisions went astray, a couple of balls played out of play. But uh, these things are going to happen. In, 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 you you got to remember that like I, I'm struggling here to, to walk to the public that yeah. you imagine those those guys More are playing petty. in that heat you know it's fucking incredible heat I've, I've never experienced heat like it in Villa Park I swear to God like at, when the water break came I went and got a bottle of water myself yeah <laughs> you, know? you know it's madness yeah that, that says so, it all it looks like Diego Carlos Western Ute has said here that Diego Carlos' injury isn't a simple, it's an actual ankle injury and he's going to need to go for scans. That's not good news. But then again, if we were to lose anybody in any area of the field, centre half were pretty well stocked. Um, I wonder, does this stop Courtney House from going out and loan? Uh, if he's loan, has to be it ratified. Dep- I guess it, re- it, really, yeah, it really depends how, uh, how bad it is. Um, it, it like he looks like the kind of fella that it would take an awful lot to leave him down on the, on the pitch like that. So, um, yeah. it was a little bit worrying when it happened. But as you say, we're stacked. We've got players there that can do it. But uh, yeah, he'd be a big loss because I, I thought he was very good as well today. Uh, big thing for me, as I say, and and it is worth worth mentioning too. Look, uh, Villa needed to get a win. We've often played against teams that were absolutely dire. Like, like lads, the time has changed the opinion of how, how Bournemouth played last season. I read comments on Twitter, and I know Twitter is the is the marketplace of lies and deception. But, like, you see stuff on Twitter whereby we made Kiefer Moore look like Cristiano Ronaldo. And we just didn't last week. We didn't. We owned the ball. We just couldn't break him down. Bournemouth were rubbish yeah. last week. And that's why I was so, so disappointed that we should have should have broke them down. We couldn't break them down. They were rubbish going forward. They didn't, like, we owned the ball. Today, we owned the ball a small a small bit less, but we got the job done. And I think yeah. a win is a win. We needed a win badly, badly, badly needed a win today. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we go out against Palace. And uh, now games become a not, must-not-lose game as opposed to a must-win game, even at this early part of the season, I think. Yeah. Um, and... Look, the most important thing is to get the points on the board. Uh, I'm very happy to be here talking about a win because I thought it's at one stage there, very close to the end, that we will be discussing something like what happened against Wolves last season. Mm. So to come out of it with three points, I think, is the most important thing. And uh, hopefully that injury isn't too bad because that, that's the one real downer on today. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, let's take a look at some of the comments there, Paddy. If you need to drop off at any stage, don't be afraid. Uh, I will. Just, I'll, I'll just... I'll, 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 I'm, I'm going to pop off here because I have to get in out of this heat. It's absolutely Do. incredible. Yeah. So uh, nothing, nothing better to get head, in out my... of dehydrating heat than to get into a pub and drink some dehydrating alcohol. So um, I, I, I know your pain. Wind <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Good luck. So there goes Paddy. Um, Couple of the comment, couple of comments there, guys. I'm just going to try and see, uh, see some of them there. Um, bah, 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 bah. 
Yeah, so Keith Cassidy says that Greg Evans is reporting that Gerard and the medical staff are very concerned about Diego Carlos. I hope it's not a break. He came off under his own uh, weight on his own. Uh, so I'm hoping that, well, I don't hope anything. I hope there's nothing wrong with him, if that makes sense. But I would be hoping that it's obviously not a break or anything like that. It, so maybe it's ligaments, maybe it's something like that. But hopefully it's nothing and he's back after a week or two. Hopefully he goes to the witch doctor that Esri Conze went to, that got him back in six or eight weeks as opposed to 16 weeks and and and, and that we can get him back uh, up and um, uh, back up and running as well. Um, I don't know about this, Andrew. I don't know. Like, I don't think we were disorganized at all. Like, we have to remember, guys. We have to remember that, that like, other, the other teams allow to play football as well. You know, and I don't think we were that disorganized in the second half. Like we still, even even in the second half, we. I'm just trying to see what the statistics show here. What was our possession uh, st- in the second half? So first half, yeah. So we still owned the ball in the second half. We we had 53 percent possession as opposed to 70, 47. Look, I can completely understand. The last 10 minutes were hairy, and we looked like we were all over the place. I think that's probably more of a mental thing from the from the the um the 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 players for sure because they knew we needed this win. They absolutely knew we needed this win. We went one nil up. Yeah, and it did get hairy. Don't get me wrong. This isn't a perfect performance at all. But I think it was more so the fact that Everton made changes. Everton went to a 4-2-3-1 uh, in the second half as opposed to uh, that kind of weird 4-3-3 that they played um, in the in, in the first half. And uh, I think by bringing on Rondon and, and, and he caused a small bit more, like he didn't get in the ball at all, but I think that that focal point. Anthony Gordon is a good player, although he's a, like he's an annoying person. Like he went down for that thing on Mings. Uh, that was a stupid, like genuinely, if they went back to look at that for, for a penalty incident in VAR and they saw what happened, you should be able to book Anthony Gordon for that because he went down holding his face and then pretending his jaw was dislocated, doing the whole moving his jaw left and right. And the hand didn't go anywhere near his face. You know, that stuff has to be ruled out. And conversely, when he got the goal, when he was ruled offside, which was very lucky for Aston Villa, we're not brushing over any of these points. Luca Dean had a full fistful of, of uh, um, uh, what was his name's? Um, was it Dwight McNeil's jersey? The full fistful of, uh, no, it wasn't. Who was it? I can't remember who it was. Connor Cody's jersey. It was at the back post. And, um, you know, they couldn't give a penalty for that either because they were checking for offside, which was uh, re- which was really fortuitous, I think, for Aston Villa. But I think I think we owned the ball. We, we had a lot of possession. Our problems are obviously going to be creativity and our problems are going to be, which I thought we did a lot more of today, uh, it must be said. Uh, there was passages there in the second half where Buendia, Buendia had a lovely little header in, just into the box and I think Ramsey ran onto it. Watkins got a couple of chances where he, he, can't, you know, where, uh, he hit one off Pickford. It was a poor, poor, poor finish. Poor first touch. Went to went to touch it with his right foot as opposed to his left foot, and then left himself a shot in his left foot, and he couldn't dink it over the goalkeeper. It was really poor, um, but I thought he did a lot of good work today. So I think that this organization really comes from, and as I say, when it, if anybody does watch this back again, and, and I know I'm I'm going to watch it back at the earliest opportunity, um, I think I'll find a bit more positives from our structure and from the way that we 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 set up. But I'll probably find a lot more negatives once again from set pieces because we didn't look great from set pieces at, at times again. And uh, I was delighted that Emmy Martinez started to come for those crosses in the last five minutes because um, that was something that we didn't see against uh, against Bournemouth and it's something that we didn't see uh, in the first half as such. And, uh, you know, something commanding like that needed to be done. 
Um, so I, I think a win is a win, guys, and and uh, it's yeah, onwards from here. Like, if if people, if like, I can understand why people go away from this and go, oh, we should have beaten Everton four 0 today. Um, we had the chances to do it. We didn't have any chances against Bournemouth. And I think for me, that's a that's a positive. That that is a positive. Like we had some really good chances today. Yes, we should have absolutely finished them one hundred percent. Um, but I think that uh, the fact that we made the chances today is a stepping stone. Um, based on what we saw this day last week. Um, so just looking here, we had four shots on target, four shots off target, four shots blocked, and uh, yeah. Um, so, so that was it. Remember, guys, as well. The only reason, the only reason that it was, it was so such a squeaky bum time for the last five ten minutes, uh, was that we conceded an own goal. Everything didn't look like scoring at all. Like that own goal was really for anybody who was at the game and watches this back, you'll see how unfortunate it was for Luca Dean. And we didn't speak about it at all. Onana comes on. He is a monster, an absolute beast. Onana, twenty years of age, he's going to be huge. He's going to be a huge player for Everton. Um, he was just physically bigger and stronger than everybody else in the field. He's just a freak of nature. But he came on and he played a lovely ball across. Martinez gets a hand to it and deflects it into Dina's path who couldn't move his feet. And it just squirts in by the by the, the post. Really poor um, mental, mental fortitude from Aston Villa. Straight from the kickoff, Maddie Cash was caught down that wing. Um Straight from straight from the from the goal, I'd have to watch it back just to see. I think there was someone else over there with him as well, but it was just a big, strong man there that kind of got in around him. And then I look, I I'm not going to sit here and dig out Luca Dean for that. I thought he was okay in this game. Don't think he was he was spectacular by any means, but I think it's bloody impossible for him to get out of the way considering that uh, the ball was kind of. If you watch it back, Martinez kind of push, gets a fingertip to it, deflects it almost onto Luca Dean's. His back leg, if that makes sense, and then it goes into the goals. Very unfor- very uh, misfortunate. And one of those things that happens to Aston Villa. Just happens to Aston Villa. We go 2-0 up. We should have a uh, party atmosphere. We should all be here going, yes, that was brilliant to see out the game, but we can't because we're Villa fans. We're not allowed of nice things. As we see with Diego Carlos now potentially having a rather serious ankle injury. We can't have nice things, and it needs to stop at some stage. There's bad juju and this bad karma at times is 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 a bit of a pisser but we make our own look and uh, we go out against palace uh, next week and hopefully we um see a more coherent performance for the 90 minutes which is something we have been talking about with Stephen Gerrard's team since he came in um since he came in um all right guys i am going to probably leave it at that there's 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 a ton of comments in here i i thank you all for your comments um, actually, Supermark, this is. I, I'm going to look back by it. I thought that he was being pulled back as well, uh, Luca Dean. Um, but VAR doesn't get involved. I, I think I can't remember what changes they made to VAR, but I think that's one of them. Uh, and the opposite of it is that Luca Dean got lucky when uh, when he dragged uh, Connor Cody back for that offside decision that they couldn't give a penalty for that. Um, I don't know whether they could or whether they couldn't, but yeah, it's um, it's look. It is what it is. A win's a win, and we'll get away with that, and we'll build on it, and we'll regroup. Um, I just, yeah, we're looking for ninety minutes. We're looking for ninety minutes now, and uh, hopefully that will uh, will come against um, Palace next weekend, albeit that it is a way fixture. So, guys, I'm going to leave it at that. Thanks so much, everybody. Get out into the sun, go in, enjoy yourselves. 
whatever you want to do today. And uh, Villa have won. Our weekend isn't ruined for once. Enjoy it. And we'll be back. I'll probably be back again tomorrow. I'll see if I can sit down, watch it again tomorrow, and maybe pick out some tactical things that I find from it as I enjoy doing those tactical analysis. So keep an eye on Twitter and uh, you'll see if we're going, we might go live again tomorrow night around half nine uh, if you so wish to join us. But uh, thanks so much, everybody, for, for stopping by. Really appreciate it. Enjoy that win. Hopefully, better things are to come. Three points, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.